Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I've kissed mermaids, rode the El Nino, and walked the sand with the crustaceans. I'm Matt. Hello. That just sounds like you're singing about Disney songs. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, not yeah. far off. Yeah. Um, but there's this is a different type of wave that I'm writing. This one has more to do with mutilation. You're talking about, uh, no, no, no. I'm not going to let you even get on a Pixies talk right now, okay? I can't. You said you're writing a different wave, so we're going to talk about the first wave of Ska, the second wave of Ska, oh, the no. third wave of Ska, and the much hotly debated possible fourth wave of Ska. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's get into yeah. it. So in the first wave of Ska, you have your Desmond Deckers, you have your Prince Buster yep. coming out of Jamaica. And it? we we all agree that that's the only acceptable version of Ska. Um, and then, yeah, that's close. the end of the wave of, of Ska talk, and of course, right? in the second wave, you have your specials, you have your madness, you have... Uh, okay, then we're okay with some yeah, of the second yeah. wave then, too, I suppose. And then yeah. in your third wave of Ska, you have your White Stripes, uh, your wait, Black wait, wait. Keys. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Have they ever used horns in a song? A single horn or a single one major? Of one of those two yeah. bands absolutely yeah. has. Then they're a ska band. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the song Conquest by the White Stripes is yeah. absolutely a ska song. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Maybe that's why so many people dislike that song <laughs> uh, by the yeah, White Stripes. Yeah, because they love it so much and they know they'll never hear it live because Jack will never bring a horn player. And also because the band's been broken up for years. <laughs> yeah, they've been broken up for a decade. Plus, yeah, at this point, I would yeah. Like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yep. I remember thinking, like, oh man, I can't wait to go buy tickets to see a White Stripe show one of these days. Yeah. And then, like, less than a week later, it was like the White Stripes are no more and never will be. Yeah, which was also like five or six al- uh, years since their most recent album. So yeah. I should have known because Jack White realized that the real money wasn't putting out incredibly exclusive uh, record variants. Yeah, at sixty bucks a pop every yeah. three months. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. Smart. It's a yeah. great. Hey, I've already recorded all this stuff from my shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just put that out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's smart. Yeah. yeah. It's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What are we talking about? Oh, do you have any news? Oh, boy. I really don't have that much news. I wasn't paying that close attention. I'm not going to lie. Great. This, this month is kind of like an off month to me. Sure. I put the work in. And I'm yeah. done. Yeah. I make my list Mo- and most I go people, along my day. They're like, okay, I'm going to do my new resolution. And they, and they go strong in January. You're like, I- I'm taking sure. January just off. Well, see, my New Year's resolution was to and do less in, on this podcast. And now we're in February at this point. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Do you want to hear the news or not? Yeah, sure. Good. Okay. Great. Well, this is a follow-up on last week's news. Okay. Uh, Molly Alcock has been cast as Supergirl. Great. Yeah. That was my choice. Yeah. I think I said it on, on last time. You, you made that happen. Yeah, yeah. I manifested that yeah. shit. What do you get it done? Uh, Sweet Tooth season three is confirmed for this year. Meet. Tight. Last season of Sweet Tooth. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, fine. I, I enjoyed the second season. Uh, I'll, I'll watch the third. Uh, I still wish it would stay closer to the comics, but it's, it's more family family. So I think do? it's going to lead into um, Last Man on Earth is how it's going to end. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. That would be the perfect yeah. ending for this show. Um, Kristen Ritter has hinted at a return to Jessica Jones. Oh, that'd be amazing. She like posted the outfit or something. Oh, like really? That. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I know Paramount Plus announced they're having a new Ninja Turtles animated series come out. I wish that Paramount Plus, uh, announced a animated three ninjas show that was coming out. 
way cooler. I wish Paramount Plus had the international versions of Survivor on their streaming service. Yeah. Hey, remember when they did that for like a week and yeah, yeah. took it down? Yeah. That was, uh, great. That was, was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, you want to, let's get into our stuff though. Let's yeah. first, do you want to recap what we talked about last time? Uh, this is a big recap episode. We talked about number 10 through six of our top 10 list of the year. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to, should we say the, no, let's wait, Sam. Okay. Let's wait to yeah, Sam. yeah. Uh, but before we get into that, we'll talk about our favorite comics from last year. Yeah. Uh, just, really just ones that we read, not necessarily they came out in 2023. Sure. Uh, although, mm-hmm. they, although they might have, but, yep. mm-hmm. uh, Oh, if you're, if we're doing that, I'm absolutely going with this then. <laughs> cool. Good. Okay. So you first then I'm going to go with one that did not come out this last year, Okay. but I learned about, uh, Nick Dernasso, um, from, uh, the internet when I was reading, uh, one of the best comic books that came out in X year. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, Hey, I guess I need to go and look at that, but he's on a uh, drawn and quarterlies who represents him. Uh-huh. He had a book came out, uh, last year, the year before called acting class, which is really great. Um, but that led me to his book, Sabrina, which is, I think the only comic book ever nominated for the man Booker literary prize in England, oh, cool. which is fucking incredible, but it's a insane book. Um, and it's super relevant to our times and the kind of the stuff that we're going through. The fake information, fake news type yeah, yeah. thing so is, is sort of what it's about. Basically, you're telling me it's the a more boring version of the Department of Truth. No, it yeah. is way more entertaining than the hearing. Department of Truth. And the Wartown Sexist Man Booker. What about Woman Booker? You know, yeah. I'll write to him on that. Yeah, you should. Yeah. yeah, I'll put your I'll put yeah. both of our names on you there. You should. Yeah, that's totally good. Uh, what about you? What's your first one that you want to talk about? Uh. I'm just going to do a catch-all for all the X-Men books. The Krakoa era is still going, although I think it's ending this year. But it, I still it's love... been going for seven years I now. still love every book and every series in it. Uh, X-Force uh, and Wolverine are still a lot of fun. Uh, but I've really enjoyed... Uh, oh, I'm losing my mind. Uh, Cy Spurrier's uh, series, The Legion of X, Way of X have been really good, too. Uh, it's just all, all the books are great. Sabretooth and the F-Series and Sabretooth and the Exiles, both great reads. It's just all great. I will take your word for it because okay. I read a lot of that Krokoa stuff mm-hmm. uh, until they started pushing out like six comic books every week. And then I kind of dropped off and I was like, this is too much. Coward. Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm not brave enough yeah. for that undertaking. Uh, the next thing that I will mention is do a power bomb by Daniel oh, yeah. Johnson. I read that this year. It was incredible. Uh, the collected version came out this year. So it, it kind of yeah, counts yeah. for 2023. Uh, wow. Mind yeah. blowing. Um, and I want to hear your thoughts too, but I know I recommended this to you and told you that it, it floored me. It, yeah, made, yeah. Me, it made me cry. Uh, there, there were not many comics. This might've might been the only one or one of like the only two that did that. This oh year. no. Yeah, certainly. It, was, it made me emotional. It, it, it's it's yeah. a really, really strong book uh, about, Pro wrestling, something I don't care about <laughs> since I was twelve. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was so good. I just watched the Royal Rumble, so fuck you, dude. <laughs> I don't. I didn't want to give you a sarcastic congratulations on that. Wow, that's really rude of you. Uh, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is uh, what's the furthest place from here? Mm, uh, yeah, great book. Which I think Volume Two trade is out now as well too. Uh, great series uh, by Matthew Rosenberg. Uh, with the title from the series taken from the Jawbreaker song Accident Prone. Uh, and it's... That was called What's the Furthest Place From Here, not Accident Prone. The lyric is in the song. Oh! Yeah, I there, didn't yeah, get yeah, that yeah. at all. Uh, but it's... 
it does a great job of world building as well too. And I like the first the first trade is eight issues long, so you get a lot of it as well too. Uh, it's essentially a comic book version of the Warriors without any parents. Yeah, I, I say I yeah. say that's fair. It's like if the Warriors yeah. happened in a post apocalyptic world with, instead of New York City with a big music uh, attachment to it as well too, because like the main gang has like records that like they cherish. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to next recommend, uh, the wonderful self-contained and purchased by Amazon book, uh, by Charles Sewell, 8 billion genies. Yeah. Wonderful read. Fantastic series. This is one you recommended to me, mm-hmm. uh, and it had been on my list for a while. So I just went out and bought the hardcover and it is now cherished in, yeah. in my home. Um, yes, yeah, it's so good. It's I, one of my favorite coloring I've ever seen in a comic book too. It's really bright. Yeah. I mean, if you ever read, um, What's Charles Sewell's other big thing with the wizard? Curse words. Curse words. So good. I love it. Um, this is Charles Sewell and Ryan Brown teaming up together again. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the exact same team. So you're getting the same the same exact style of art. So it's it's right in line with that. And I really think it's really a cool style of art. Yeah. And uh, this, I remember when we talked about it after you read it, like I told you like when I was approaching the end, like I almost didn't want to read the last issue because I knew that there would be no more. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 meaty every issue is like longer too they're, yeah. they're super packed issues which is really cool and a uh, spoiler alert for eight billion news i'm going to spoil it so if you don't want to know what happens you know skip ahead for like hit the 30 second button sure. like two times whatever they have a, a happy ending in a graphic novel and it's tied up so beautifully yeah and i've it's so rare it feels earned too yeah it yeah. really does. And and so many comic books end on like bittersweet notes. Yeah, yeah. And this one was just all high. Yeah. It was great. Uh my next one is uh the Witchfinder uh series. I read both Omnibus editions, Mike Magnolia series about a character who's basically just a stone cold ki- killer of monsters in like the early nineteen late eighteen hundreds, uh, who has a wooden leg and is has a little bit of mysticism to him that's not quite clear at first, but it's a really strong read. If you like Hellboy, if you like the BPRD, Ape Sapien, all that stuff, I, I, I really recommend that series. Yep. I'm going to give uh, a shout out to a couple ongoing series. Uh, Something is Killing the Children and Black Hammer. Uh, I'm collecting them both in hardcover, and Alex was kind enough to lend me the trade paperbacks that I had, had missed. And I think it was like five or six of them that I was behind on. Yeah, yeah. And I read them all five of them in like an hour and was like, why does it take it a year to produce the yeah, things yeah. that I just read? This is so frustrating. These are so perfect. Um, but black hammer, Jeff Lemire, um, just a, an incredible fun fifties version take on all superheroes. Uh, and then something is killing the children is James Sinian, who is always on fire yeah, yeah. and has been recommended on this podcast for probably four or five years consecutively. Uh, do you have any more or are you done with your I got one more okay I, yeah. I've, I've got one more as well so All I'll right. go to mine perfect go ahead uh, Once Upon a Time at the End of the World mm. the Jason Aaron book uh, another like dystopian book kind of like uh, what's the furthest place from here and, and uh, another one also that I have borrowed from you and is actually yeah. sitting in my house right now I can't wait to read it <laughs> uh, so I'll go light on the sports but it, it's a great read uh the art is phenomenal and Nick Dragata, who did the art on East of West does a few pages and some of the issues as well too. Uh, and the, the way that they change artists in that book is really effective. Uh, and it's a series that 
when you read it, you kind of get an idea of what it is. But as you read more, you, you just can't wait to see where the series is going. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I've I've pumped up Nick Dragota's art on this show since we started. And East of West is an absolute favorite series yeah. of mine. So uh, I don't know why I didn't realize that he does the art on this. So that makes yeah, me Yeah, he, he doesn't do every page. Uh, in fact, I think... Then never mind, I'm not interested anymore. He does... I think the first trade is issues one through five, but I think he becomes the main artist. I want to say like in issues 11 through 15, I want to say. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Hands down the best thing that I read this year without question. And probably the best thing that was put out maybe in the decade. It's, it'll be up there at the end of it. I guarantee you. Uh, Monica by Daniel Klaus. I was going to guess it was Kathy 1987 through 1989. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, man, it almost was. I, it was, I was, it was a coin toss. Um, but it ended up being Daniel Klaus, Monica, which was on everybody's best list at the end of this year for reason. I don't want to spoil it. Um, I almost brought it over here tonight for you to just borrow. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks so pretty on my shelf, so I oh, I'm sure. Too. <laughs> Daniel uh, Klaus is probably best known for giving mopey people a personality whenever Ghost World came out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah. He had a, a comic book called Eight Ball back in the day. That's where it all debuted. Uh, but he's he's an underground comic. Pacific Northwest guy through and through. Mm-hmm. has been on Fanographics since he started independent stuff. He's been on The Simpsons. Yeah. And it's, it's his pro- most prolific work to date, in my opinion, it's the best thing that he's done. And the ending, I was just, I, I've never finished a book and been like, I didn't know what was going to happen two pages ago with what happened at the very end of it. And it, it's mind blowing. It's incredible. I cannot recommend it highly enough. The turns it takes are beautiful and sad and funny and wild and hilarious and so cool. So pick it up. Since Monica, pick it up, like, pick it up, pick it up. There we go. Now, now, now I'm on board. Uh, since Monica is like all said and done, is he going to do Phoebe next or Ross next? <laughs> yeah, he he's actually it's the Rachel. Okay, I imagine like he probably had Chandler next, but with the way things were, you, you say Chandler for last. Yeah, you yeah. you make a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nowadays. Uh, so then let's get into our top five returning, which I think is exciting for you. Remember, you can actually do a top five I can returning participate. TV series. Yeah. Yeah. How do I do it? I don't know yeah. what to do with my yeah, hands. Yeah, I, I don't know what to do with my face. And I have a feeling our top five returning are going to be very different as well, too. No. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of shows in this year. Uh, basically like the CW verse is basically gone. Yeah. Uh, Superman Lowe's, I think is one final season. Uh, but it's going to be on max, I believe. Uh, Gotham Knights is done. The flash ended. Uh, I'm trying to think what else Titans ended, Doom Patrol ended, Bad Batch is ending next year. Uh, so yeah, was, we are definitely yeah. gonna have a very different list now that you've named those <laughs> things. Uh, so what's your number five? Uh, for me, it's Sweet Tooth. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I like Sweet Tooth, I really did. Uh, we hyped it up already, in yeah, the yeah. Show. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I still always wish it was more true to the comic version of itself, but uh, I never not enjoy watching the show whenever it's on. Is that because some of the white characters aren't white in the show? Is that yeah, why? that's hundred percent it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling yeah. that was your only gripe, uh-huh. right? Well, I'm surprised it's even on your list because uh, Jefferson is not a hockey player in it. I know he plays football, which is bullshit. Yeah, it's total bullshit. But you know what? That dude looks like he's an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. That dude would wreck some people. Uh, what about you? What's your number five? Uh, Titans, uh, it, it was not a perfect show, but it was better than it should have been. I enjoyed it all the way through and it had like the ending. It's like one of those like endings I kind of love in TV show where you get like that epilogue style ending where it's the group of people 
ex like with time being passed and you see them like in another circumstance. Does Beast Boy uh end the show with his fist raised in the air to don't you forget about me? Uh the whole time. <laughs> oh the, the whole episode? Yeah, the whole, the whole episode. That's not surprising. That's that's kind of Beast Boy. It's kind of on brand. Yeah. Uh for me, number four was the animated Harley Quinn. Um is a fantastic uh season. I loved it. I I liked it all night special. I'm glad there was one. And I don't know. I, I, I'm i super excited to see that it was renewed and we're getting another season. I think the Valentine's episode is honestly the strongest part of yeah, the season. Yeah, probably so, because it's probably Bane heavy. It was. And yeah. uh, my issue with the season in and of itself was there was just not enough Harley and Ivy. They were very separated. Yeah. And they, they, it works better to me when they're together now. Yeah. Uh, I just enjoy it more for the most part. But yeah, great season. Really uh, good. My number four uh, is also a managed series. It's I Am Groot. Uh I just love I'm Interesting. Groot. I I I, I, th- I genuinely think it is a perfect TV show. I think the only reason it's not higher on the returning list is because one, it's only five episodes in twenty and, total minutes, yes, and those five episodes are are, are so short. Yeah. But like, there's no flaws in those episodes at all. No, they're all they're all perfect and cute. And I want more. And I want them to be. I want them to be a surprise every time. I don't want like an announcement and be like, "Hey, I am Groot season three coming out." three months i just want to wake up one day and just see that it's on, see disney, it on plus. disney plus yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah you could do this for a billion seasons yeah you really could um number three loki uh he who returns uh will no longer return <laughs> we assume yeah um but yeah this was this was an interesting season um I think they stepped up their game on set design and decoration and some of the, the ideas that they had, um, bringing in Uruburu was really fun. Yeah. Great yeah, character. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was just a really interesting and, and fun season and I hope we get more. Yeah. Uh, uh, I agree. I, I don't know what their plans are for, but I do hope we get more. What a cool ending. I don't want to spoil yeah. anything for anybody who hasn't seen it. I know we spoil shit all the time, but like that's a, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Wonderful ending. Uh, my number three, you already talked about it. It's Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, I love Harley yeah. Quinn. Like, it, my my issues with it were pretty much, like, the same as yours. I still loved it. Like, it's obviously it's my top third, but, like, I didn't care so much about them being separated so much. And Poison Ivy's girl boss, like, storylines like that as well, too. With Lex trying to sabotage her running the the League of Evil or whatever, like... The jokes were good, but like storyline fell a bit flat for me, and I didn't need like the the future Harley and all that. But this is a show where you still love Harley, you still love Eileen, you like the leads, but you also love the side characters as well too. Yeah, Alan Tudyk is just yeah. just a force. Yeah, uh, Tony Hale. Yeah, uh, it, it's just so fun. James Adomian. Yeah, ja- yeah, yeah. There's so many uh, wonderful character actors in this show that if you're a, a watcher yeah, of yeah. comedy. You'll recognize voices. Yeah, yeah. It's 100%. really fun. Um, great show. Uh, number two, Invincible. Uh, I know we waited a long time for yeah, those yeah. four episodes and we complained about that, but they were a really fucking perfect four episodes. They were. It's a shame it was just four freaking episodes. I know. Well, I guess four plus one if you count that Adam Eve special. Yeah, and I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. Okay. I count that great. in here. Great. That uh, Adam Eve special was great. Uh, it was. Uh, my number two of the year is Doom Patrol. Uh, DP. Alex, a big yeah. DP fan. Love the show. I love the fact that Killer Butts have been an antagonist in the series for multiple seasons now, multiple episodes. Uh, I love that we get musical episodes. I love that we get episodes where the Doom Patrol is all aged younger, which works out 
oddly, if uh, you're a robot. Uh, I love that Cliff wore punk shirts for the entire series. A couple that I, I own the exact same shirts of. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can buy some of the shirts on Amazon. Yeah. I mean, it, it, <laughs> he wasn't doing deep cuts or anything like that as well, too. But, like, if I see a man in a Descendant shirt, then the show's going to go up uh, sure. in my eyes automatically. Uh, and that is also, like Titans, it is all done. Which is Harley Quinn is the last surviving show of the DC Universe app. Remember Harley Quinn, Debut? Doom Patrol, Titans, yeah. Swamp wow. Thing all came, Stargirl all came out of that app. R.I.P. Yeah. All those shows you mentioned at one point or another were really great. Yeah, Stargirl. I mean, I mean Swamp Thing was was really good. It sucks that budget, uh, the budget thing is what killed that show. Yeah. yeah. Um, if your number one's not Mando, I don't know what it is. Okay. But my number one is Mando. Um, and I feel, I actually, I don't have a feeling. I know for a fact you are not going to put Mando as your number one. Yeah, you're right. Which hurts my soul. You don't even have it in the top five. You're, you know, I was thinking about that and I'll tell you why. Because I was making my top five, and I just and I loved Mando season three when I watched it, but I just couldn't remember a single thing that happened in season three uh, when I was making my list. Mando finally gets rest. That's what happens. So he, that's he, that's the culmination. He takes a little nippy nap. You can get fucked, bro. He he gets a nice glass can, of warm milk. You can absolutely get fucked. Um, the fact that you don't have Mando in this show is why the show um has contention. Um, you don't recognize things that are good because you recognize things that you like uh-huh. call out, uh-huh. Uh-huh. called you out. Um, and I, I don't give a shit, honestly. Uh, but Mando is great. It's, it's the best thing happening. I can't wait for the movie. It's going to be so fucking cool. And then on top of that, we got a season four coming too. like, I read an article that, uh, literally today or yesterday that was talking about the movie in season four. And it was like shedding new light on it. And then, there was no new information. Yeah. Of fucking liars. Yeah. 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 There's just an interview where yeah. the guy was like, I'm not telling you dick. And yet I know she didn't tell me one thing that happened in season three. They get rest at the uh-huh. end. Okay. Alex, they finally find peace. Yeah. Uh, you know what happens in season three? You see a bunch of children. Mandos get eaten by monsters. The guy that owns the chicken place and breaking bad goes down. That's True. what happens in season three. I mean, it, he rises to power and gets squashed. No, no, Bo-Katan rises. Maybe she's Mando. Who knows? No more Carl Weathers. Oh, yeah. Rip. Yeah. Rip. I know. Oh, that's big news. Yeah. Big news for, for me. I yeah. can't believe I didn't say that. Jesus. Uh, my number one show of the year. I'll do this. I have a 1B and a 1A. My 1B is no. Loki. No, 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 no. No, no, no trust no. me. Trust me. My, uh, my 1B is Loki. Loki was incredible. Like you talked about. The, there, the, there's asterisks right now. The, the, that's fine. The ending was phenomenal. It's, I, I think it might honestly be the best ending for for any MCU character, well, I guess their Iron Man is probably yeah, yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, you can put but, in top three. Yeah easy. yeah sure sure yeah. Uh, yeah, but and then fact where it's due, uh, I am Iron Man. Snap death. Uh, and then of course, one A is of course Teen Titans Go. Uh, yeah, this is a cop out. This the is great, a cop out. It's still the greatest TV show this on is Earth. A cop out. Uh, I, can I ask you a question now? Did the Mandalorian? Did it have uh, Gizmo from Gremlins in an episode? It doesn't need Gizmo. For, it doesn't need weird plot devices that bring in uh, shows from the or movies from the 80s. That's not a plot device. It's it's completely Teen Titans Go. We're giving a why'd they bring in why'd they bring Gizmo in? Because they were giving 
a tour of the Warner Brothers lot to all the greatest Warner Brothers stars over the Sounds years. Sounds like a plot device to me. Uh, that's, not, that's not a plot device. Gizmo is one of the greatest Warner Brothers stars uh, across the years. And of course, Robin was mad because he kept telling people not to feed him after midnight, not to get him wet. Uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> and then of course... I'm going to give you a hard time, and then, but you know the, I love you. And then of course... I'm going to shit all over you. And then, of course, Gizmo turns into one of the gremlins. But it's not one of the gremlins from Gremlins 1. It's one of the gremlins from Gremlins 2, the smart gremlins who talk, which makes it even better. How many times have you seen Gremlins 2? I have not seen Gremlins 2. Oh, my God. You might not know this. Yeah. I saw Gremlins 1 Mm -hmm. for the first time, like, this last, like, November. No way. Yeah, yeah, true story. That's insane to me. I loved it. Gremlins yeah. was so good. You you need to watch Gremlins too. It is so different from Gremlins One. It's such a batshit movie. Actually, uh, I take that back. I watched Gremlins One, and I did watch Gremlins Two. Okay, as well. yeah, I do remember. So you, again. so you saw like the the light the electricity Gremlin, and like yeah, it's it's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how yeah. how has there not been more? That Gremlins was the material? biggest cop out you've ever done. Never. Wow, you can't own it because it's is this because it's real time. Uh, it's no, it's not a cop. You out. just put six things in your top five. Uh, well, and not one of them was Mando. He, one A and one B. He, here's the thing. That's bullshit. I'll, I'll make the proclamation now. Every year. Wait, which one did you say was one A? Because that's what the number one to me is. Uh, what, this is one through six. Uh, Alex gave his top six. Uh, every year, my number one will always be Teen Titans Go for a turn. <laughs> I mean, if you, historically speaking, it's true. Yeah. I'm still devastated that we did not do an episode last year on Teen Titans Go See Space Jam, which is just them watching the movie Space Jam. <laughs> I'm so happy that we skipped that. Now, that being said, I love to get high very late at night and watch animated shit. Okay, then you should watch that because it's basically Mystery Science Theater version of w- 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 Space Jam. The new one or no, the no, no, the, the the OG Space Jam. Oh well, I mean that movie sucks dick. So yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, that movie sucks so bad. There, the, there's a point in the Teen Titans Go See Space Jam where like Lola Bunny comes in like during auditions for the team, and she makes one basket, and she's on the team, and like Raven's like that's all she had to do was just make a single basket, and she's on the team. Uh hilarious. Yeah, I know it, it is hilarious, and they keep talking about how there's so much smoking in the movie. And how it shows there is a lot, yeah, of smoke. and how there's, there's a, lot a lot of cigar smoke, and there's, the there's, a lot, there's a lot of butts in the movie as well, too. I mean, Lola Bunny, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of ass yeah. in that movie. People throw throw mad yeah. butt in that movie, yeah. I think Bill Murray's got some some ass shots in, yeah. that, in that film. That's the reason why he agreed to the movie, yeah. I get yeah. it, I absolutely get it. Uh, uh let's talk about our top, top five, ten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do a recap. Uh, yeah. 10 through 6, you go first. My 10 was Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. My 9 was Bodies. My 8 was Ahsoka. My 7 was Nimona. My number 6 was uh, Flash. My 10 was Secret Invasion. 9 was Flash. 8 was Gen V. 7 was Bodies. And 6 was The Marvels. I kicked this off last time. Alex, what is your number 5 thing My on the year? Number 5 thing of the year is... Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. What? Yeah, I loved it. Me too, you Was son really? of a bitch. It's That's my crazy. number five. The oh. first time that we've lined up. Yep. Uh, yeah. For yep. the uh, for this year. I'm so happy yeah. that you also thought that this was a top five thing. This movie was so fucking cool. I know. It was so much better than uh, I thought it was going to be. It was the most 
um, I would say it, surprising yes. thing. Yeah, I was gonna say I saw for me year. it was the biggest surprise all year, without a doubt. Yeah, in fact, my jaw was on the floor because it was yeah, so I agree. goofy. And yeah, yeah. I think it's and here's my complaint with it: it's like twelve minutes too long. I think that's fair, but like, I don't way about most movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most movies you need yeah. to wrap it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think every movie should be like an episode length of. Uh, I I think you should leave. <laughs> fourteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 13 14 yeah. 15 minutes uh <laughs> you have no good yeah. car ideas <laughs> um but just spank you on your bare butt back and balls <laughs> you're not careful alex the the voice cast was amazing i love that they got like actual teenagers to do the turtles and they ha- all had them record in the same room together mm-hmm. uh, which made it seem like there was like this connection there and like this this connection of like having lived together and being raised as brothers that you don't get through a probably just having them record separately. I want to well. say it was Donatello. It was definitely one of the four, but one of the, one of the actors was an anime fan and they brought his anime love for the series that he liked and reflected that in his character. Uh, Donatello also did commentary during uh, the playoffs uh, as well too on the Nickelodeon broadcast of the game. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, what, tell me why though. I wish the cast was just replaced with the children from good boys. Oh, <laughs> uh, I totally be, random yeah, thought because you, you want them to curse more. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, all of those kids are, were absolutely yeah. fantastic in that movie. Um, good boys. Yeah. Also in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. as well. Team and D I can't wait for the sequel though. We're, we're greenlit, right? We're all, yes. we're all yeah, 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 yeah. Seth Rogen is back. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll move on to number four then. So we have to say yeah, number five. Yeah, absolutely. That's My it. number four of the year you already talked about was on yours was the Marvels. Uh, I love the Marvels. It was incredibly fun. We talked about chemistry, but like seeing Kamala with Carol Danvers was great. Seeing how much she adored her, but the way they played off each other, the musical planet was so much fun as well too. Like every beat of that movie worked. And you, we, t- you talked about, uh, Mutant Mayhem needing to be 12 minutes shorter. When we about the Marvels, it was basically a 90-minute movie as well, too. It didn't need to be a two-hour yeah, movie. Yeah, speaking of movies yeah. that actually did not need to be shorter, yeah. this was one of them. It was great. Yeah. It was tight. It, it had a good villain in the sense that, like, this villain, spoilers, ate it in the end and, and ate it viciously in the end as well, too. Yeah. Like, there's no redemption. It's like, you suck. Fuck like, you. Yeah, crap that happens to you. Also, an incredible post-credit scene at the end of the movie, too. Uh, we get an, an excellent montage in this movie, which is yeah. always great for classic movies. Yeah. The fight scenes as well, too, as them switching powers and all that, too, was a lot of fun throughout What it. a feat. What a yeah. cinematic feat yeah. that does not get enough credit. Yeah, um, I agree. I think when we when we look back at this movie, people are going to be really impressed with some of the things that it was was actually able yeah. to pull off. I know it's uh, going to be known as well for, I think the lowest box office Marvel yeah, movie yeah, yeah, yeah. of all time, which doesn't seem fair. No, I, I agree. Think, I think it just came out at the wrong time. Yeah, for I agree. It, it came out during a, a massive fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it was hurt in that sense, but great movie. Yeah, I agree. All three leads are just top tier. Oh, I know. And, and Samuel L. Jackson's making yeah. me laugh at every turn. And like, and, and we had even too like Kamal setting stuff up with Kate Bishop toward the end as well too. For like a young Avengers team, yeah, I would love to see the Kamala and Kate play off each other in a TV yep. show or a film. That'll work great. Her and Haley Steinfeld would be yeah hilarious. Yeah, I agree. Good combination. So, what's your number four? Uh, you touched on this one already, but uh, Monsieur Scott Pilgrim. Okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah, my yeah. number five and four are both yeah animated. Let's go animation love here. What a cool show. Uh, I I watched. 
all these episodes and every time that I put one on, I was just, I was just blown away. I, I was so excited and surprised every time that I was watching the show. I, I was just gleeful. Yeah. I, I was watching it with a smile on my face and that doesn't happen often. And some of that's my love for Scott Pilgrim. Sure. And some of that's just how creative and ingenious these people were with creating a brand new story inside this universe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the title is so clever uh, that it that it makes me giddy every time yes, I think yeah, about yeah. it with what actually happens. Yeah. Like we talked about, it wasn't a show I was perfectly looking forward to watching at all, but it ended up making my list because it was so good. And like it subverted what, what I thought it was going to be. Yep. And even the title, like you said, basically tells you what it's going to be as well too. Yep. And yeah. then you just don't know. Yeah. It's, it was so good. And, and getting to spend so much more time in this universe and not only spend time, but spend quality time Yeah, is the big thing is none of this stuff felt forced. It was all very natural feeling. Uh, every voice actor was back and they were all doing a great job. Yeah. Like nobody was phoning it in. It sounded like, like everybody was, you know, human. Yeah. It was, it was very real. Yeah. It, was, it was great. I, I can't recommend it highly enough. Like, it's number four on my list. Wonderful. My number three was on your list already. It is Gen V. Uh, I love Gen V. I, I knew this it. was going to be uh, on your list. Rarely do I think spinoffs stand up to the, the original material. Uh, but I thought the show was great. It's, it stands toe-to-toe with the boys. I think the only difference is you don't have someone like an Anthony Starr or Carl, Carl Urban as like your super strong leads in the series. But I, th- I think it's fantastic. And if the boys were to run its course, I'd be fine with Jin B staying for a couple more years afterward. Yeah. Uh, and I will say here, uh, we've now reached the point of the show where I, I now realize what your top two are. Uh-huh. I now realize where I'm disappointed with you. Great. Because uh, it's my number three. Great. Uh, and I totally blacked out in everything you were saying because I realized that this is the you, show. You, you went into a rage. Yeah. You yeah. have left off Ahsoka uh-huh. on your top ten list. Uh, it's my number. No, I didn't. Three. It was my number eight. Oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. At least yeah. it's on there. C- calm yourself. Okay, I'm keep, back. Keep the bullet bay. Okay. Ahsoka is my number three yeah. show. We can talk about your number three some more. What was it again? Uh, it was Jin I, V. I yeah. absolutely blacked out. Jin V is so good. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, the ending. Because you were just silent when I was talking about Jin V. Yeah, I yeah. was. Yeah. I, I was in my thoughts like, what is his top two? Oh no, this yeah. is what's missing. I figured it out. We have the identical top two, by the way. So my three is the Soka, yeah. but we'll get to that. Um, Anthony, what a, what a way to end the end the series. Homelander coming in. Oh, I know. It's it's yeah. all so exciting. Yeah, so much goofy shit. It's a hundred percent the boys. It feels like the show. Yeah. Um, it's just an aside. Is yeah. really what it feels like to the boys. That's not my number three. Talk about your number three because you already brought it up. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about Ahsoka. Yeah. Ahsoka yeah. was so good. Rosario Dawson. Oh no! Incredible. That that fight scene where they land the ship, I can't remember what planet, but it has like those trees around them with Ahsoka with her blades and um, one of her faces going out there, leaving the ship to try and help Ahsoka facing the two Sith Acolytes as well mm-hmm. was just a fantastic, like it looked beautiful on the screen. I mean, we get Sabine live yeah. action in that in that same moment uh, fighting alongside. Yeah. Like You get so many Star Wars Rebels callbacks from this, uh, which is a show that. To be fair, I didn't see until this year. Yeah. I saw it in 2023 yeah, for yeah. the first time. I, I really loved it. Which I, I, I think it, honestly works out great for you. The fact that you watched it, it right, right, right before Ahsoka. I, I knew that it was all coming yeah. and it was all recommended on all the BuzzFeed and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, go check this out if you want to watch Ahsoka. I did. Yeah. So 
please do that. And you'll get a lot more enjoyment out of this if you didn't already, but seeing these people and these characters that I got to watch a month beforehand and really fall in love with. I can't imagine what that experience was like for those people who had loved that show since it came out. Yeah, yeah. That must have oh, been I know. Yeah, really, I really. I mean, cool. I, I watched. You're one of I, those. I, I watched Rebels as it aired. Like, yeah. I watched each season. Uh, and you still only have this eight. Yeah, I do. Like a real yeah. fucking chump. Yeah. Deal with it, Star Wars nerds. Yeah, Deal you. With it. You, I, I feel like have a chip on your shoulder with Star Wars, but I, I also feel like I, sure I give it more of a pass, thing, or maybe one of my. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I give Star Wars more of a pass, and you're, I think, harder on it. I think the middle well, ground is more like, the truth. I think after like episodes one through three, there was just no good content. Um, disagree. Okay. Did seven, eight, nine have Jar Jar Binks? No. <laughs> Did four, five, six have Jar Jar Binks? No. Uh, okay. I, I yeah. see. We're, we're playing, yeah. we're playing yeah. dumb people games. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Very good. My, my, my favorite game is to play dumb people game. <laughs> Alex likes to get in these weird yeah. word puzzles. Now, excuse me, I'm going to go uh, get into my uh, little Tokyo Drift car and just start rubbing my engine outside uh, some street lights around midnight around people. See if I can get some nice uh, southern city street racing going too. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll grab my, my pod race Thank car and, and let's fucking yeah, go. Yeah, great. Baby. I just got some nitro installed. Nitrous, <laughs> not nitro. Oh, man. Too fast, too jar jar. <laughs> let's I, go. I would absolutely. There's so much possible continuity there. Can yeah. we please get Vin Diesel Where into pod is racing? Jar Jar, how has that not been done? Please. I, I'm legitimately concerned that there hasn't been a Fast and Furious. Also, pod real quick, for Ahsoka, one thing I loved was was the zombie stormtroopers at the end for the oh, final episode. Yeah, that was really cool. I love that. I mean, we get her dying in this. Yeah, yeah. Like straight yeah. up getting we, pulled we out get of death. Anakin, like yeah. true Anakin back. Yeah. All good. All so fun. Um, our top two, I guarantee, are identical. It just depends on the order. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious. My number two, and th- th- this was the the hardest pick for me, was picking my number one and my number two. Because they were both incredible 10 out of 10 films. I, I think we both rated them 10 out of 10. I think whenever. we did. Uh, it was, uh, and I want to weigh in on this before we get there. It was not a hard choice for me. Okay. My, I yeah. Okay. Yeah. My number two was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, my number two was Guardians. Was it really? Okay. Yeah. Well, it was not a tough choice. For me. Okay. Then let's talk about, we'll talk about Spider-Man first and we'll just talk about Guardians okay. first, or next. Um, so Across Spider-Verse was absolutely incredible. Like the animation that was in uh, Into the Spider-Verse was incredible and like mind-blowing then and that's just gone up a whole nother level and you amplify story you amplify heart yeah you amplify action yes jokes what i think is incredible is that like in the first film like we love like spider pig or spider hammer or whatever we love spider-man noir and they're not in the film aside from like a split second in the very end yeah. and it doesn't matter nope because it, it the film still feels amazing w- without them it builds on the world and makes the first movie better. Um, yes, and not I a lot agree. of movies can and sequels at that can make the first film the better fact by coming out. That the spider in, in into the Spider Verse glitches in it, and then the glitches play into across the Spider Verse to why Miles is glitching is just incredible, and it's very smart storytelling. This sets up. This is very much like an Empire Strikes Back like type like ending as well too because they knew they were getting a third one. 
So we ended on a really downer note. Bitch, now you're coming through. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. This is 100% The Empire Strikes Back. Hey, what's everybody's favorite and empirically best Star Wars film? Empire fucking strikes back. Here we go. This is my number one film of the year. The things that they were able to do, the characters they introduced, um, we've got your boy spider punk yep. is incredible. We've got uh 1099 coming in here being the yeah. bad guy. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 29. Yeah. I said 1099. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Sorry, Miguel. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Uh we have Gwen being developed a lot more as a character too. Yeah. Uh, and in complexities, yeah, we, we've got betrayal from yeah. from the highest order here. We have like cameos from Spider Baby from Donald Glover's uh, Prowler character as well. Yep. We have shots of the different live action Spider Man across every universe as well too, which was just and the other cartoon, which was just incredible. This is not only fan service on at the highest level. You got the pointing Spider Man, all yeah. that, yes. and, and you've got yeah, the yeah, Donald yeah. Glover. Like you've yeah. got you've got the fan service galore, but you don't need it. Like even without that stuff, this movie is incredible. The story itself is enhanced by that stuff. Those are all additives that just contribute to the whole. And this movie on the whole is just top notch. Yeah. And, and I really, really loved it. And let's talk about a movie that I'm not sure I ever want to see again. My number two, just because it's so sad, sad, which is why it's my number one, because like it had like that, like you were talking about, uh, do a power bomb and like how it got like that emotional response from you. Yeah, yeah Guardians yeah. does that. I I think it more tenfold because I think film was a more powerful medium for that kind of stuff than than a comic book. Uh, Agreed. As far as evoking that kind of emotion, or maybe it's just James Gunn is an incredible filmmaker. Uh, He's a smart filmmaker. But the fact that like Guardians three is basically it's rocket story. Yep. And the fact that like a CGI raccoon and other CGI animals can can make me cry is like an incredible testament to, to to storytelling. I talked about it at the time and I re- I remember this vividly. Um and I mean maybe this is testament for why, you know, this is the argument for why it should be my number one. It's not, but it, you know, it there's the argument there. I was talking about it. I was crying in this movie within 20 seconds. You can go back and yeah, see yeah. the episode. Like that is basically verbatim what I said within a minute or two. I'm absolutely heaving tears off of my yeah. face watching this movie fully knowing I'm about to be destroyed and ready for it as ready as yeah. you could be. Yeah. But yeah, this movie, there's just so much heart wrenching and, and that's really, you know, it's too sad for me. And, and the fact too, that like we, there was a time where in the film at the end where we legitimately thought like star Lord w- was going to die that like, like he was hundred percent dead whenever he was floating in space and his yeah. body was all swollen up. And like, we thought it was dead and over for him. Uh, Yep. And James Gunn, I think, did the braver choice of not killing anyone for his final MCU film. Yeah. Um, you really expect it. Yeah. And in order to do that, I think you have to pull off kind of what he did, which is make yeah. you think everybody's going to die. And I think, too, I talked about the Marvel's end ability, but the high evolutionary is a fantastic villain in the film just because he is just such an irredeemable jerk. Yeah. You know, like, he's just an awful, awful person through and through yep. like he he's a monster i hope uh if you haven't seen this movie yet um if the reason is you don't want to see animal violence don't watch this movie yeah it's very sad yeah it's it's very brutal um it's one of the most brutal films i would say that's probably ever been made 
just because yeah. of that. Like a lot of people can't handle that type of stuff. Yeah. And everybody was subjected to it because this uh, movie made billions of dollars. Yes. Uh, as it w- was well-deserved. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. How does this- 10 out of 10, both of these movies. How does this, how do honestly, okay, Spider-Verse got a best animated picture nomination. Yep. I honestly feel like both of them should have got best adapted screenplay nominations. I disagree with you. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. I, I mean, I saw what was uh-huh. nominated. Uh-huh. That's why. Yeah. So but these so, stories aren't so, as good as those. So tell me. They aren't. Th- they aren't as good. So, so you're telling me that the other five you cry during. Just because I cry during something doesn't make it good. It just makes it emotional. James Gunn is an emotional manipulator. He's an asshole. Mm -hmm. He made us all cry on purpose. He did these things to you and he made us Mm -hmm. feel things. Okay. And that's great. And that shows that he understands human psyche and he understands human emotion. That doesn't necessarily mean that this is the best thing that I I would say Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is a more important film than, than Zone of Interest. Well, I haven't seen Zone of Interest, so I can't. I cannot argue this. However, and while I absolutely loved Poor Things, it yeah. was my favorite film of the year. Uh-huh. I think Guardians of the Galaxy will stand more the test of time than Poor Things will. This is your homework coming through. This is your oh not, no not no like no, no it's not it, it is not my homework coming through because going this is your comic book homework oh it's one hundred percent not because the Academy rarely ever nominates the, the, the best pictures each year. I mean. We could debate that till the millennium. I mean, you, you, yeah, no, they don't. But also, I don't know that Guardians is there. Um, it was an incredible movie and it was a insane experience. It was beautiful to watch. Um, best picture, something I've never seen. Um, I watched this movie two times before, just with less emotion. Guardians 1 and Guardians 2. Sure, sure, sure. And so do you put Guardians 3 above Guardians 1 and 2? Yes. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Like, and just like an example, like, you know, The Big Lebowski is probably a very important film. Has stood, has crossed like some has stood the test of time for the film. Didn't receive a single uh, Oscar nominee because the Oscars always get stuff wrong every year. Oh, they absolutely do. Um, do you think they got everything wrong this year? Everything wrong? <laughs> yes, everything was wrong. Okay, okay. <laughs> everything was, like, was wrong. Was it or was it like, just Margot Robbie? Not, see the, the Pope's Exorcist or the House Party remake <laughs> sweeping the, the categories. It's bullshit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> if you can have a digital cameo by LeBron James in your film, then you deserve. To win all the awards. Here's the thing. Maybe they didn't submit it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, of course the house party people submitted this to the Oscars. <laughs> That's they, fucking great. They had a big financial push. There were posters all up and door, down Sunset and Rodeo. That was that was honestly my one of my favorite quotes of the entire year was was Lana Del Rey being like I didn't know until this year that you had to submit to be nominated for for Grammys and mm-hmm. stuff. She's like, oh, good to know. Yeah, <laughs> and then she gets nominated for a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grammys are also a stupid award. Oh, I think don't get of, me started on the fucking dumb Grammys. I think out of all the major awards, the Grammys are the stupidest. I think that of all the major awards, the Grammys are the stupidest by a thousand. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's not close. No, it's but th- th- this is not the time nor, nor the place, place for that conversation. Yeah. You, so you and I might be talking yeah, about that yeah. soon on a very different place. Uh, so what Mars? Uh, so <laughs> what are you looking forward to? My most house next year? across town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this year. Oh, let me pull up my list here. Oh, yeah, this year. I, I've got it. I've got it listed out. Um, in the returning spectrum, I cannot wait for Andor. Yeah, which Andor might be pushed to 2025. I hope not, yeah. but probably. Yeah. Uh, assuming it's this year, Andor is my favorite thing returning. Cannot wait. They brought it home. What a cool movie. What a cool show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's go. Cassie and Andor, so cool. Uh, my favorite, hot right now. My favorite returning thing for next year. Uh, I, I, I'm, it would be Andor, but I'm not going to say Andor since you already said Andor. Oh, okay. Love that. Uh, Beat you, bitch. So I'm going to actually say Extraordinary uh, on Hulu, which is a show that we never talked about. It's a superhero comedy show. Not superhero. Superpowered comedy show. Okay. Six episodes, British series. It's phenomenal. Uh, you, you should 100% watch it at some point. Okay. Very cool. Uh, what are you looking forward to most for a new TV show coming out next year? Uh, and the new aspect. Uh, it's not a TV show, but Deadpool 3, baby. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to like Deadpool three is obviously my number one thing that I'm looking forward to next year. Yeah. Uh, for new TV shows, though, I'm looking forward to X Men ninety seven. Oh, that'll be very cool. Yeah. Um, that'll be one of those I get super high and watch late at night shows. Yeah. And I'm very excited for it. It's gonna be so cool. Real quick, I just want to run through like stuff that's supposed to be coming out next year. There's a lot. Uh, Echo's already come out, which we're going to get to eventually. Sadly, not our next episode. Uh, I'm not going to list everything, but just the bigger stuff. The boys, uh, the boys. Tragically, Madam Web is coming out this year. <laughs> Tragically, Craven the Hunter is coming out this year. Uh, we also have Venom Three and Joker: Folly All Ado. It, it, it is a rough year for. This might be the lowest number of films ever in our top yeah, ten. Yeah, I think so. But and we kind of anticipate this, which is why we're pushing this episode a little bit later is due to the the writer strike and the yeah. actor strike. We didn't feel like yeah, it, yeah. the worst thing to have this episode uh, come out. We should have the Penguin like TV series. Yep. Uh, next year. I'm very excited for that have on the, the new, new TV show front. The first bit of James's Gunn's DC Universe with the Creature Commandos animated series coming out this year as well too, yep. I think. Uh, the Kite Man, the Harley Quinn spinoff. Oh, that should year. be soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, yeah. Umbrella Academy is ending this year. Umbrella Academy is ending this year. Uh, we get some more Invincible that we might talk about yeah. more depending on what's out in March. Uh, we might get the Agatha uh, spinoff this year, which would probably be stopped for d- decent content by the time when that comes out, I imagine. Honestly, that's the highlights. Yeah. Looking through the list that we have of all the stuff coming out this year. Yeah, and th- there will be stuff that we don't know about, stuff that hasn't been announced yet, too, yeah. for dates. And yeah. it'll get confirmed, and yeah, pushed yeah. up. And, yeah. yeah. Other, other At least we fucking hope so. Because, yeah. boy, this I is know. looking real I thin. Know. Yeah. It's looking real thin. Uh, and well, that means that tragically next episode, we are talking about Madam web. Uh, Oh boy. So we're going to have to see this, right? Yeah. Yeah. We can't just like read the synopsis and then talk about that. If you really hate your partner, take him to Madam web on Valentine's day. Yeah. uh, If you want a breakup movie, yeah, yeah. go watch Madam web. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode of Hitchman of comics. I'm Alex Ashback. Uh, and I don't want to watch Madam web. Hitchman ain't easy.